Welcome to Ghoul's Questions podcast from Corvin Networks, created for global corporate venturing. For more information, please visit www.corvin.com. Hello, today I'm being joined by uh, Harman Kielstra, who's Open Innovation Leader at Axa Nobel uh, Paints. So, Harman, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you. So, Harman, I uh, really appreciate your time. and I would welcome it, please, if you could give us a brief description of the purpose of the, the Open Innovation and Business Model Program that you've been uh, leading within Axa Nobel Decorative Paints. Yeah, thank you, Andrew. I'm happy to do so. Uh, well, my role is called Open Innovation Leader or head of, head of Open Innovation, and personally I'm a bit frustrated about it because Open Innovation is really the buzzword and it, it, it comprises a lot of things. And also we, as Axel Nobel, we do already for, for I would say, decades um, in our R&D function a lot of work with external partners, um, mm-hmm. mainly with potential suppliers, um, and, and, and we have some, some dedicated project teams with suppliers or potential suppliers going on um, and, and for, for a very long time. So in that respect, it may not be that new. But we've said uh, two years ago, let's establish a team to really focusing on a number of areas where um, from a capability perspective, our experience, our expertise, our um, competence may be a bit less developed. Um, to, to put it very simple, we are experts, world experts in formulations of, of paint and paint systems, uh, but paints need to be applied and there are complete different uh, specialists around the world working on the application of wet substances into ultimately a dry film. So mm-hmm. it is, it is uh, in my team we have technology scouts and they're mainly looking into adjacent fields of, of technologies where our capability uh, may, be, may be less developed but also uh, packaging and design and applicator are part of that the way of working of this central team which is part of the global innovation function. Great, thank you. So c- could you give, give us a bit more detail on the, the, the overview of the types of people that are working within the team and the partners who you're working with as part of this uh, looking at new innovation and business models? Yeah, we have, um, uh, we have at the moment, we have two technology scouts, uh, one being based in the US and one being based in Europe. Um, we have limited presence in, uh, from scouting perspective in, in Asia at the moment. Um, I could I could see that that will change over the over the next couple of years, and then we have a um, a, a, a both in packaging we have a small team, and we have a few people in the um, uh, in the applicator field, um, but also they these go pretty much hand in hand. So you know, an innovation in in applicator it most in most cases also has to do with our um, our packaging, um, and most of the team are being based in Slough in the UK. Um, but yeah, we are part of a global global organization. Um, we have a process which has been developed together with Nine Sigma to do problem broadcasting. Um, I think most people will understand what that is mm-hmm. using the the Nine Sigma model for that. But around that, we have in our business units uh, around the world, we have of course technical expertise 
and we have what we call Axonobel Network Innovation Champions. So we have champions around the world that uh, work closely together with us in uh, the definition of the problems to be broadcasted or evaluating uh, problems where we could have a response on. And, and this, by the way, both works internally, extremely powerful, and also externally. And with the internal is that if you look a little bit at the history of our organization, um, we have basically we are a result of a number of acquisitions. Um, mm -hmm. And if you compare our decorative paints business with performance coating, so that that is the business area that basically paints everything except for for houses because that's what decorative paints does. Um, yeah. There will be similar fields of of interest. Um, either in terms of color or color development or corrosion resistance. Um, but naturally, these organizations internally, so all, they all have kind of the, they're, they're part of the mother company, Axonobel, but people just do not know each other. And we have, over the past uh, year and a half, we have established a very strong internal network, and that is, that is paying off tremendously. So we've mm -hmm. had a number of cases where within 24 hours, uh, issues have been solved from other parts of the organization, people you don't know, uh, but they have been able to uh, add serious value at uh, just a ridiculous short time amount, which was great and gives yeah. also a lot of energy, as you can imagine. So that, that internal networking is giving significant tactical and strategic benefits as well as the looking outside. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Good. So, Harman, at a recent Corven Networks event, you gave us quite a bit of detail about uh, you know, your approach in emerging markets to you know, the countries, the products and the business models. C could you give us just a short insight on, the, on your emerging markets approach? Yeah, I mean, if you're a global company and you look at where in the future your growth is coming from, then, you know, we are, as, as all global companies do, you look at Brazil, China, India, but also uh, Korea, Indonesia, Turkey, um, that, that, that are countries that, that will be extremely important for, for the future um, uh, growth revenues. Um, we are already, as if, especially if you look at China, we are there for decades. Um, so for us, it's not, it, it's not in terms of doing business there, it's not really new. Um, if you look at the whole of Axonobel, more than 10% of our R&D capability um, is actually based in China. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and Originally, we are a Europe-based company, but more than half of our people are not based in, in Europe at the moment, and even outside Europe and the U.S., so kind of the more the, the old economies where we, of course, still have, uh, have a lot of business. Um, so, yeah, we are very active there, and we are also, in terms of our future plans, there is a, a big dependence on, uh, on, the, on the growth of, uh, of these markets, and we are doing uh, everything in terms of our capability building in R&D, but also in terms of our manufacturing footprint. Uh, we are developing uh, at a tremendous pace in those, uh, in those areas. Mm, great, thank you. So, could you give us some examples of some of sort of most interesting current sort of innovations or business model you've been been developing in that within the business? Um, well, personally, I'm I'm a big fan of our iPhone application. Is that I think that's that's really a great example. If you are 
a real color expert, you would always struggle to have colors or you know something that looks like a color on a screen because it will yeah. be extremely hard to duplicate the real color because you know your display settings might be different or the the the, the, the just how where you are whether you use artificial light or sunlight and it it just can be completely different. So mm-hmm. as, as being real color experts, we have been quite reluctant to come up with. Uh, with these type of tools and now I think we've, we we have developed a number of tools um, uh, for smartphones and iPhones that, that have lots of features where people can you know see a nice color somewhere take a picture we will be able to replicate it and say hey this is the uh, for this brand, we think it is, it is this, it is this type of color. So if you would go to your local retailer or ask your professional painter, we can actually make the paint for you. And I think that's, that's some of, something, you know, that it's, it's really simple compared to, um, the, the, our very sophisticated color swatches. But, you know, you don't bring a color swatch all day with you. If you're somewhere, and yeah. you see, even on a piece of clothes or furniture or on a wall, you see something neat and you say, hey, I'm, I'm going to decorate in, in weeks' time or in a couple of months' time. I just want to know what this is. Um, we've got something. What you know, if you've got your phone at hand, um, uh, we can be uh, we can be helpful. And I think that's that's really cool in terms of uh, customer need. Mm. Another example is a product called uh, Keep Cool, uh, part of our Dulux Weather Shield range. We introduced it last year in Asia, and this is a, a an exterior wall product. You, you can put it either on your wall on uh, or on the roof. And it, um, it reduces the temperature of the surface uh, roughly up to 5 degrees Celsius. Of course, it depends a bit on, on where you are. Um, and you can imagine if, if your actual roof will be 5 uh, degrees Celsius uh, lower, that uh, will have a massive effect on your energy bill. Yeah. So um, yeah. this, this is, apart from that it is more convenient for people, it just means less energy for your, in, in, mainly in Asia, for your air conditioning. So I think that's, uh, yeah, that's a real neat innovation. Great, great. And um, what's your view on the current sort of market conditions for, for, for starting and driving these, um, the, the, these innovations now? I feel that with the, the current small and transparent world, um, we've kind of run out of, of remote markets where you could try things relatively easy and, and take your learnings. This is um, either things are being uh, criticized by, by social media, so if you get it wrong, um, you, you, you need to be very open about it. Uh, yeah. But the society will make sure uh, that you will know that you get it wrong. The, the other way is that if you get it right, the pickup is is just enormous. So there is... Um, there is no reason anymore if, if we have introduced something in France and it works there, you know, why not introducing it in other countries? So the yeah. pace of, um, kind of the measure of, of success of innovation is extremely transparent um, and it, it will be very hard to, to hide it and say, hey, we, we tried it and we'll, we'll see if we can morph it in something else. Um, and also the pace of, of things taking place. I think it's, yeah, from, from that Innovation is just a, a great place to be for now and, and, and a couple of years, uh, a couple of years ahead. Mm, mm, great, great. So, uh, Harman, thanks very much for, for those overviews. What, what do you do to, to relax when you when you when you're not busy in that with uh, with these innovations and probably quite a bit of travel with your global role? What do you what are you doing to relax? 
Yeah, I've got a um, I've got a, f- a, a family, and we moved the family last year from uh, from the Netherlands and the UK. So it's, it still feels sometimes we're running a B and B because a lot of people are are coming over, uh, <laughs> and I'm not feel that that's my that's my, my my biggest talent. But no, my biggest passion is sailing. So uh, also with the coming summer coming up, uh, you will find me on the water. Uh, which is really something uh, what I love to do, and I also have been able to convince a couple of friends and, and my closest relatives to uh, to enjoy that as, as much as I do. So that's where you will find me. Very good, Harman. Th- thanks very much for, for for the insights. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Hope it was helpful.